are we good to go on the did you want to go to the movies by minute convention deal oh yeah um i got i got wifey approval oh sweet um, me too yeah yeah so that was i i have it in a text but it's august 20th or something like that august 24th which is a saturday right okay yeah it's like the weekend before we probably have to go back to work Ugh, shut up <laughs> shut up shut up it's all bullshit um, <laughs> Welcome to Predator Minute, the podcast that breaks down the 1987 action sci-fi classic Predator, one minute at a time. I'm John Zabriskie. And I am Jeff Glover. And today we're talking Minute 46 of Predator. Minute 46, you could call the Gaylord Perry of Minutes. Do you Mm, recognize that name? Gaylord Perry. No idea. (laughs) How dare you? Uh, He was (laughs) a Gaylord Perry. (laughs) Hall of Fame pitcher whose claim to fame, Hall of Fame, was supposedly doctoring baseballs uh, with Vaseline or Mm. some other agent. I was really excited to meet Gaylord Perry. I wanted to ask him about those vicious spitball Vaseline rumors. But when I met him, I knew it wasn't true. Good to have you up here. Good to see you again. Hey, Carl, how you doing? Hey, Gaylor. Um, before delivering a pitch, which would give the baseball unnatural movement. That's like but, the pitcher from Major League. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or I was thinking Naked Gun, where they're they're <laughs> taking all like the like the 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 sander out of the pitcher's hat, oh, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, sandpaper, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> like blatantly doing it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh man, Gaylord, what a Gaylord name! Gaylord Perry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what a name! I always feel bad for those. You know, like I've, those kids must have had a hard time in elementary school. Yeah, probably yeah. toughened them up, but also yeah. just made them really sensitive yeah, it's like a boy named sue right yeah, yeah. johnny cash yeah Ooh, love cash yeah uh the only other notable number wearer uh from another sport was bo outlaw a uh, longtime basketball player in the nba oh i'm also not familiar with <laughs> bo outlaw but he has a great name yeah yeah great name yeah, yeah. that's uh is that his given name like I believe that's his... No, I think his given name is Gaylord Outlaw. <laughs> Poor guy. No wonder he... <laughs> oh. Uh, apologies to all the Gaylords out there. You're fine <laughs> listeners, and I appreciate your listenership. Uh, minute 46 of Predator begins with Blaine and Old Painless walking into the jungle and ends with the camera panning up past a bloody leaf? Ooh, sure does. Ooh, I wonder sure what's does. up there. Mm. Yeah, why, why don't you walk us through what we're seeing at the beginning here, Jeff? Sure. So we got a shot of the uh, our team is is taking off. They're moving out. We're, mm-hmm. we're going to go try to find Hawkins, right? So we get some shots of, of uh, Blaine, of Billy. We get some, is that Mac there? Mac! Mac! Mac, 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 Mac! Moving along, just kind of establishing that everyone has moved out. And then uh, one of my favorite parts of this minute is this great kind of a static. It starts as a static uh, camera shot and we see Old Painless. Old Painless is waiting. Move into frame. Old Painless. Old Painless is waiting. And then we get a nice, and in in the background is Mac, right? Mac! And then Old Painless comes in and we rack focus on that gun. Sorry, we Mac focus. We, <laughs> we Mac focus. Mac. Well, he, he's in the Mac ground. <laughs> Mac. 
this is really one of the best shots of this gun that we get in this entire film, isn't it? Yeah, I like you pointing it out because this is the first time I noticed that it's a, like you said, it's a continuous shot. It starts around nine seconds and goes till I believe the cut to mm-hmm. at 26 seconds. That's a good 17, 18 seconds of, like you said, first static and then a rack shot and then this slow tracking shot to follow yeah. painless uh, on its mission. And this is just, this is like gun porn yeah right here like we at, at a certain point this this gun basically takes up the full frame of the shot mm-hmm. and it really just kind of like just glorifies it and all it, it it looks it is such a complicated looking machine yeah that it's sort of awe-inspiring when you see him carrying it along so it's just a kind of a glory shot of this weapon and uh and also we we haven't really talked about it yet. It's shown up briefly a couple times before, but we get to see Blaine's excellent choice of t-shirt here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We the get music, the- television shirt, the MTV yeah. shirt. Yeah, the MTV shirt. It's got the old school MTV logo on it. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of cracks me up. It's sort of an odd little like thing in this movie. There's not a lot of like pop culture references in this film, except for him wearing this t-shirt. It's really the only one, right? Yeah. Why would Blaine be wearing this shirt? I don't, I don't know. Like it seems a little out of character. Yeah. Like, is he just a big MTV fan? Did he get it for, did he get it for free when he visited Times Square or something? Like, <laughs> I mean, it is 1987. Like MTV is in the in the like right in the mainstream zeitgeist of pop culture. Yes, I I suppose maybe it just made sense time period. Was was MTV big for you growing up? Then I I know it was big for me. Oh, MTV was my life Mm -hmm. growing up. Like so, we. I think I was born in 1980. Were you also born in 1980? 79. 79. You were 79, kid. Mm -hmm. Right at the end, November. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, regardless, like we grew up like with as MTV grew up, mm-hmm. right? And like, right, I feel like MTV kind of peaked right in our wheelhouse of like, at least for myself, like I was a big music kid, a big music teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, I collected cassette tapes and then later I collected CDs. Yeah, so many CDs. Yeah, so many CDs. Oh, were you a part of those like mail order? <laughs> I was. Oh, me too. Columbia yeah. House. Columbia House and BMG, dude. I was, yeah. I, was I, I like made their like gold <laughs> status. <laughs> Your name is up on a plaque somewhere in a warehouse now. <laughs> yeah. God, I pilfered those, but they they'd offer good deals actually for yeah. for buying CDs. But uh, you know, like when we were you know early teenagers, like in the early late eighties, early nineties, there was only three ways really to experience music. Mm-hmm. You could listen to the radio. You could go to an actual record store, right? To music in a record store, or you watched MTV. Yeah was it that was the only way you could learn about music so mtv was big for me um yeah did you have like mtv shows did you have like must watch mtv shows that you watched as a kid or as a teenager Uh, i definitely had beavis and butthead as my (laughs) go-to for sure that was yeah probably the only show i would watch other than that i would just you know watch 
the music videos um, because uh, in the 80s they were in high high rotation and then they started branching out into uh, like kind of game shows and Beavis and Butthead kind of shows and then right uh, as they are now they're mostly reality TV it's just reality TV did, did you have a, did you have some go-to's yeah I I mean Beavis and Butthead of course when that came out like I was in middle school it was like right in my wheelhouse but I watched um well I I'd tell I'll, I'll talk to like younger people and be like did you know there was a time when MTV was just literally like music videos all the time <laughs> Yeah, all it was. But what I what I would get into, I would even like record. I would like set my VCR to record mm-hmm. for the um, like the genre specific shows. So like mm. Yo MTV Raps, yeah, big one for me. Like I was a white kid in the suburbs who loved rap music, <laughs> and uh, Yo MTV Raps was probably the biggest influence on me in terms of like learning about like non mainstream rap music because they would have like rap that I'd never heard of by artists that I'd never heard of like these super low budget rap videos like I don't even know where they got them um but that's that's like what introduced me to like kind of non-mainstream rap like you know like brand like groups like Brand Nubian or uh like even like a tribe called Quest cuz like they didn't get radio play right or, you know stuff like that like um yeah so anyway like that really like was influenced me on my love of hip hop as I grew up also like alternative nation was like oh, the okay. that, that would play late at night. Headbangers Ball played. Yeah. So I, I'd watch those like just to get like a taste of like genres of music that I didn't know more about. But probably MTV Raps was like my, my biggest one. Oh, cool! A couple uh, pieces of trivia for you. Uh, the most, most trivia. Yeah, I I gave you the answer to one in the notes, but I left the other one hanging. Uh, I'll let you guess that in a second. But the most aired video of all time on MTV was Sledgehammer by. Peter Gabriel. Mm. If you don't remember that video, that's the one where um, he's singing the whole song, but it's done through a series of still shots, but just really rapid. Stop motion animation. Right? It's, yeah, stop motion, but it's like his actual face. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh no, I'm. I've saw. I've seen that video probably hundreds of times. <laughs> yeah. Played so often, like, and I still like enjoy that song because I saw it so much as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an iconic late '80s, early '90s MTV video for sure. Yeah. I, I wrote down the top five music videos of 1987. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, there's U2, With or Without You, uh, Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer, which is appropriate oh. for this movie. So good. <laughs> it's still popular to this day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Genesis, Land of Confusion, also appropriate to this movie. And that's the video. If you're thinking of Genesis and Phil Collins, that is the video you're thinking of. It's the weird one with like the, the puppets, the people puppets. This oh, is the world we live yeah. in. Okay, I, I didn't recognize I, I, that. What I didn't know that song when you said it, but now yeah. that you say that, okay, I can picture it. Yep. Yeah. So totally strange. There's also another Peter Peter Gabriel song, Big Time, and then oh, yeah, I know that one, yeah, White Snake with Here I Go Again. It's like sneaking in there. (laughs) Very Um, good. MTV launched August first, nineteen eighty one, at twelve oh one a.m. Do you remember, or do you have a good guess for what the very first video that they aired? So this is actually, I saw this in your notes. I promise I didn't look this up. This is actually a piece of trivia. I think I know because I've heard this before. Okay, Uh, because it like the video they chose was apropos, right? Yes. Yeah, it's Video Killed the Radio Star. Yeah, by the Buggles.
Oh, see, I didn't know the name of the band. The yeah. Bundle. Never known that. No, you nailed that. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've I've heard that trivia before. That's good. Yeah. So so good stuff. So, um, like you said, kids today, just so you know, the M in MTV that stands for music really means they used to play music. It'd be kind of like if ESPN just played music videos and you'd say, well, there one time uh, ESPN had sports. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and it was an actual cultural phenomenon. Like, yeah. Like I said, like there were three ways you could learn about new music and MTV was probably the biggest one like for our generation. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone, not everyone who is 12 years old can get themselves to a record store, but just about every 12 year old in the country had probably enough cable television to see MTV. Yeah. And we don't live in that age anymore where like a a whole channel will just drop it'll come into being and everybody will rush to see the specialty that oh right comedy central or cartoon network is is putting on no that just doesn't exist anymore the cable television is is dying really yeah and yeah so that the idea of like a channel being like i mean we're more we're more apt to have like a youtube channel be influential than a, a cable television channel <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. YouTube video is going to have uh, millions of views if it, you know, once it goes viral, and everybody will be talking about it. Um, I guess in a way, it's it's the it's the evolution of of things like MTV, um, where sure. the biggest thing just again becomes word of mouth. Like you'd hear about that newest video, you know, like oh, did you see that uh, nine minute thriller video or eleven right. minutes or whatever? Then you have to rush to MTV and wait through some commercials and other songs to see it. Do you remember how uh, MTV would like hype up every single new Michael Jackson video? Yeah, and make like, an hour long event. They'd be like, "The new video is going to drop tonight," and then make you wait like f- like fifty five <laughs> minutes. And then in the last five minutes of the hour long special, they would finally play the video. Yeah. <laughs> then if it's popular enough, you're going to see it in about fifteen minutes again anyway. Right, yeah. and they'll just keep playing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so MTV, uh, a choice for an older generation, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. So back to Blaine here. And uh, after our Mac focus Mac and our MTV t-shirt, we get this nice kind of, uh, what would you call this? A tracking shot as he walks to the right yeah. through the jungle. And we continue just to get like quick shots of the team as they move along. Um, we get Dutch as he kind of ducks through some leaves. And then we get this kind of creepy shot of this snake. Yeah, this snake makes an entrance. Uh, yeah. Is this just kind of to add to the like kind of creepy ambiance of the of the scene just to see a big ass snake coming along? <laughs> I, I think so. I think it's to further remind the viewers, right? You're in the jungle with real hazards that have already have always been here, not just this unseen force. Uh, mm-hmm. so you know, watch, watch your step, even though the snake doesn't come into play at all and at no point in the story figures into the fate of the team. It's just yeah, a good reminder that they're in a, a very dangerous place. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah, just an element of danger. Yeah. yeah. And and Dutch just looks at it, doesn't even like flinch. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> he just sort of watches it go. Um, and then he kind of turns to his left and takes off away from the snake and back into the jungle. Mm-hmm. And as he does that, the camera starts panning upwards yeah just like the previous long tracking or long shot of uh blaine and the minigun um this is another long shot where 
he looks to where he's going to run or where he's going to walk off to, where he's going to yeah. patrol next. Uh, it rack focuses to the foreground and then it pans up all in one shot. And this is uh, a good, what, 15, maybe even, no, almost like a 20 second shot to end this minute. Yeah. Maybe a little, and it's going to go into next minute. So yeah. this is uh, some really good play here with uh, the rack focus, the camera work elevating. Uh, your practical effects of whatever's dripping on that log. And then as we pan up, we see something dripping on the leaf. Mm, what mm. could it be? What mm. could it be? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we mm. also we also have a, a favorite music piece of yours with the Predator drums kicking in. Ooh, drums, please. <laughs> drums, please. Which we've we've been dubbing pretty much all movie, the predators drums. This is like indicative of uh, the predator itself. I love it. It's, it's such a, I know I've talked about this before, but it's such a iconic piece of this score that every time you hear it, it, you get a sense of dread, a sense of excitement. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, I I love the placement of those drums in this movie. It, It always kind of, gets me excited for what i'm going to see next it's great yeah um just just to backtrack just a bit um i just wanted to mention the the music in the first half of the minute where it's returning back to the jungle trek that dun 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 kind of music that we've heard all throughout the movie whenever the team is on the move but it's uh, the first time i believe that we're having this other track intertwined with it um that we've heard i think we've heard takes on this track before just slower um, in the beginning of the movie when they found the skin bodies and then or just more recently when Dylan makes the realization of that they did the same thing to Hopper. They did the same thing to Jim Hopper. Uh, but this is mm. kind of more up-tempo, I think. Yeah, more up-tempo take on that track. I uh, just intertwined with that jungle track. So it's as if like the, the, the danger is starting to right, infiltrate the team. And you can see that in the music too. And, and once again, I, I, I'm feeling parallels between other Sylvestri scores here. Mm. You know, back, back to the Future yeah. um, even brings to mind maybe like Indiana Jones, just kind of the, it, the mysterious quality to it mm-hmm. uh, just adds to the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Good score. Yeah, really good score. John McTiernan in his commentary, he has a couple things. He says that this is a Palenque shot, so this is in the second location. And I mm-hmm. am believing him because I'm seeing a lot more greens, especially some vibrant, bright greens uh, throughout this scene. Doesn't look like uh, just plants in planters that they've moved into the shot. <laughs> yeah, some some actual dense foliage, I, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know whether to trust him 100% on his commentary because then he says they could get a real snake here and there's no snake like this on the Yucatan. They're all Mm. smaller and uh, not this size. This is either like a boa constrictor, which you'd find in South America or... This snake is massive. Yeah, it's a massive snake or it's a Burmese python, which you would find in Southeast Asia (laughs) in Burma. So it's it's an imported snake. And I, I reached out to John Bruggen, who's this reptile expert who I think works at the reptile zoo in Florida and who is on Indiana Jones Minute um, to uh, talk about snakes and legless lizards. I uh, hadn't heard back from him about this snake, but uh, it made me think about snakes. Do you have a favorite snake? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like snakes. Probably not a question that you're asked a lot and you have to think yeah, about. Yeah, no, I, I, I have a weird aversion to certain animals. I guess that's pretty normal with like creepy 
things, but like I'm not good with spiders. I'm not good with snakes. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Asps. Very dangerous. You go first. I, I don't I don't like either. I, I'm probably worse with spiders. Like I can handle seeing a snake like in the zoo, like if it's behind glass. Right. But like these people that have snakes like in a terrarium in their house, I don't <laughs> I can understand you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand the appeal. No. So I I I I don't have a favorite snake. Do you have a favorite snake? Um I would a- say like my favorite to see in the wild would be like the garter snake because it's oh yeah i can handle the garter snake it's it's harmless and (laughs) yeah everybody grows up calling it a gardener snake which i love right (laughs) right like everybody called it that right (laughs) a harmless snake a gardener snake uh but my favorite like image wise is has to be the cobra like gi joe right the cobra like the indian cobra with the big hood oh yeah it's it's so iconic for yeah uh, something threatening some threatening beast movie wise i've always loved like the snake scenes in the indiana jones films Mm. like that's great you know when he falls in raiders when he falls down into the pit with marion yes all those snakes there or in uh, last crusade when he at the very beginning (laughs) jones and he falls into like the carnival train yeah Full of snakes, like those are always great. Yeah, I hate snakes. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, love, love the appearances and just yeah, the lore that how much he hates snakes. I hate snakes. Uh, eventually explained in, in a funny right. way. Right. Yeah. If you like B movies, you could watch Anaconda, which is mm. about a giant snake. Yeah. <laughs> or C movies, you could watch Anaconda Two. Oh no! Does that exist? It does exist. I've never seen it, but I Shit, heard I didn't even know. Yeah, that's a C movie for sure. (laughs) Yeah, it's called Anacondas. (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) Because they'll just rip off aliens. (laughs) Exactly. Right, it's going to be just more action-packed and less uh, (laughs) horror-based. Oh my God, that's terrible. Also directed by James Cameron. Not really, not really. (laughs) That's all I got on snakes. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think that's all I have for the minute. Other than we see some blood on the leaf, which is uh, some good foreshadowing for some later on blood on a leaf uh, in this movie. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Sure. Yeah, we're gonna get lots of bloods on lots of leaves. Yeah, and maybe not all human blood either. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Hmm. I know that's coming up soon, isn't it? Yeah. 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 For sure. Maybe not even all human leaves. It doesn't uh, really make sense, but uh, let's talk <laughs> recommends. If you're ready to go with recommends, I'm ready. I'll let you go first because I have to think of one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right before we started uh, recording the podcast, I was like, oh, fuck, I need, <laughs> I need to think of a recommend. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm going to recommend a, a movie that I watched just last night. Um, and it's not a new movie, so I'm, I'm going with an older film here. Okay. But, um, it's one that I'm, I'm thinking that, that there's a lot of people that haven't seen it, and uh, it's good. It's uh, It was a movie that was recommended to me a ton by former guest of the show, Alan Batchelder, mm. when uh, we worked together. Alan uh, also loves horror films and would constantly ask me if I had watched this movie yet. And that movie is called Ravenous. Oh, Ravenous. Ravenous. Have you heard of Ravenous? I've seen it, yeah, back in the day. It's a You've good seen one. It? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had never seen it. Uh, it's currently streaming on Shudder, if you have a Shudder subscription. And uh, quick premise, it's set in the mid-1800s, I think like 1840-something. Um, 
and it's pre-Civil War then uh, in the kind of the the wild, wild west of the United States. And anyway, it's um, Guy Pierce is our main character. He's uh, sent out west to this outpost where he's supposed to kind of join the crew there. Um, he's a, kind of a pseudo-war hero from the Mexican-American War. Um, and I don't want to give away too much, uh, but he ends up... A series of events happens where they have to travel three or four days away from this outpost to kind of investigate a an incident that happened with a, another traveling party. And from there horror ensues mm, yes <laughs> with i don't want to give away too much because that's really all i want to say but um i was really i i had heard about this movie um and i had in my mind an expectation of what it was going to be and it was completely different than what i expected um it had especially in the beginning of it it had some kind of dark humor uh that i wasn't expecting the score was really really good and and was not the type of score I would have expected for this movie. It was almost, I don't know, the score was almost kind of jolly at times, which made the horrific events happening on screen even more horrific. Mm. Um, But, uh, and all the performances were really great. There's lots of kind of, like, there's a lot of that guys in the movie, Mm -hmm. like kind of character actors you'll recognize. Um, Yeah, so anyway... Check out Ravenous. It's 20 years old, but I watched it for the first time yesterday and really enjoyed it. And it's on uh, Shudder, so check it out. All right. You figure out your recommend yet? I did. I, I had to remember, like, it's been a while since I saw a movie. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> but I think I watched the movie last week uh, on Netflix. No, on Prime Video. Okay. So my recommend is a Liam Neeson train walking movie called the commuter have you seen that Mm, i've seen the trailers for it i have not seen the film yeah i I thought it was really well done i thought it was really exciting it's another in a long line of liam neeson he's a good man in a bad situation (laughs) kind of deal (laughs) kind of like taken or (laughs) non-stop or uh Cold Pursuit, which I saw a trailer for and which looks really good, but I'd have to actually buy it or rent it on Amazon, but I didn't. This, The Commuter is on Amazon Prime Video right now, um, and it's just about him being a normal guy whose life is a little bit in turmoil at the beginning of the movie and on the train ride home. Um, he's presented with an opportunity to make a little bit of money if he makes like one little easy choice. Uh, and then from there, all these events unfold that point to a bigger conspiracy. And uh, I'm a sucker for kind of conspiracy movies and a mystery and Liam Neeson just being badass Liam Neeson. Is he, is he good in it? Sometimes I feel like in his later career he he phones in his performances every once in a while sometimes he does not but uh do you feel like he's he's pretty good in this one you know i'm <laughs> i i think i'm someone who's really not good at telling when someone is wanting it in so i just <laughs> yeah. i like the person i always think they're doing yeah. great like oh if they're doing great work he's <laughs> least looking just like uh he is in the taken movies and those other movies where he's right in the bad situation, but he's still a badass. Yeah, right. So, yeah, yeah I, I think one of the better aspects is the way the camera's always moving to keep 
this train setting exciting because he spends most of the movie walking up and down a train trying to mm. piece the puzzle pieces together uh, but the way the camera moves in and out and it's you know it'll look out the window at, at times it'll like zoom down the train cars in effect that are really really like where you're mm. at one end of a train car then it kind of zips through that train car through the door windows of the next car and then through that train car too mm. yeah some some neat visuals to, to keep it moving and uh, a larger conspiracy all centered on this commuting man on a train the, the commuter so, <laughs> and you said that's on amazon prime it is on amazon prime okay cool i'll add it to my list nice there you go and i'll have to watch ravenous again oh yeah it's uh currently i think the only place it's streaming for free quote-unquote for free is on uh shutter mm. uh, i know it used to be on uh netflix for a while so it kind of comes in and out so look for it if it sh- if it pops up on one of your streaming services uh yeah give it a watch yeah cool so uh where can people find you jeff my name is carl been expert oh well of course you can find me on twitter i am carl underscore hungus 314 come follow me there yeah, I'm on the Twitters. On the Twitters. Where can we find uh, Predator Minute on the interwebs? Well, you can join the conversation about snakes or MTV, how it used to play music, or Comedy Central, how it used to be funny, or Cartoon Network, how they used to have cartoons, or ESPN, <laughs> how they used to have uh, music. I forget. Uh, whatever ESPN used to have, they don't have anymore. Sports. Uh, sports. <laughs> over <laughs> sports. Uh, over on Facebook at the Predator Minute listeners Palapa. You can join the Twitter conversation at Predator Minute. You can also find us. Uh, feel free to email the show uh, with any uh, questions, comments, concerns, uh, snake corrections. Uh, definitely welcome. Predator Minute at gmail.com. Predator Minute is part of the larger Movies by Minutes community currently there are 132 movies by minute podcasts with the most recent movie being mash Mm. go give them a listen but uh, if mash is not your jam there are many 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 other podcasts to choose from to check out the movie by minute breakdown you can find that list at moviesbyminutes.com and it's been a while since i gave our bumper (laughs) Thank you. It's been, uh, <laughs> uh, but chaos where uh, this uh, guitarist I found on YouTube, he plays the cover for the Predator theme. He provides our bumper music for the opener and the outro. So thank you to chaos where mm-hmm. uh, anybody you'd like to thank Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> no, but not really. But I just realized what my favorite snake is actually. Oh, great. It's it's Snake Plissken. Ah. Call me Snake. My favorite snake. <laughs> I feel like every episode we're kind of giving Eric Deutsch a shout out. You set us up. It's all bullshit. <laughs> I know. Eric Deutsch comes back in somehow every time. Call me Snake. Call me Snake. Call me Snake. Call me Snake. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> That's Eric. Though. He's he's always awesome on our uh, in our Facebook group. He's always commenting and and posting stuff, uh, which is pretty great. So he really is. He we, he, he's, we appreciate Eric's uh, contributions. Yeah, absolutely. So go find Eric Deutsch at the Predator Minute listeners Palapa <laughs> while you're at it. <laughs> so tell him Snake sent you. Call me Snake. I just watched uh, Escape from New York again the other day. Oh, so good. So so good. <laughs>
<laughs> you know, I'm going to watch it again in a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, talk about a good summer movie. But anyway, I, I watched it and I just wanted to watch it. Again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I, I'm probably I'm pretty sure I missed something there. <laughs> I need to see the Duke's car again. <laughs> okay, but for Predator Minute, I've been John Zabriskie. And I am Jeff Glover. And until next time, stick around. Stick around. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay? 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 I heard you on the wireless back in 52. Lying awake intently tuning in on you. If I was young, it didn't stop you.